Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. You are now entering a critical thinking zone. zone. Thinking caps are required beyond this point. From deep behind enemy lines, deep in the heart of the Midwest, it's your host, Andrew Coppins. And it's time for Critical Thinking. Yes, indeed, it is that time of the day for Critical Thinking. Thank you so much for joining us. I'm Andrew Coppins. He's Pat Oni. And if you're not watching, well, uh, I guess you just don't know where to follow us on social media. Right, Pat? Correct. I guess, you know, unless you want to you know, tell everybody where, where to follow us on social media, you you could do that. I could. But here's the deal. It's called funneling. Right. So so so, folks, if you want to know how to follow us on social media, if you're new to this game, if you're listening via podcast and you want to know, well, how can I how can I follow Andrew? How can I follow Pat? Go to Rumble. Rumble.com backslash critical thinking where you can see my beautiful mug and that ginger over there. Um, you, you get to see the, the two of us uh, hash it out every single Monday through Friday for you here on critical thinking. It is a deep dive Thursday. Um, lots and lots to get to today. But I think we um, we should probably start with um, <clears throat> The president of the United States uh, stopped short yesterday, Pat, of declaring a climate emergency. Um, first things first on this, though, Pat, before we get into what he actually had to say and the things that he decided that the executive branch gets to do when it comes to climate change, which, by the way, uh-huh. is really freaking limited. Yeah. I feel like we need an episode of the five biggest gaslighting um phrases of the left because they've spent the better part of the last decade as we point out when it gets extremely cold in the midwest or um weird cold in texas or whatever right that hey 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 weather is not climate you can't go by weather 
yes, it is true, Pat. We're experiencing some insanely hot weather right now, right? Like sustained insanely hot weather. Um, Europe is also doing so. But do you know why Europe is doing so, Pat? Do you know, do you know what is happening that is uh, making Europe much warmer than it usually ever is? Um, let me see if I can uh, take a take a stab at that here. Would it have anything to do with? Um... It starts with a W and ends in a ether. It, it, oh, is it is it is it by chance the, uh, the 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 weather? You you would be correct, Pat. In fact, it is literally weather. Um, because what is happening is that there is a a low pressure system basically sitting right at the mouth of the Mediterranean. Right. So kind of Spain, Portugal. Right. And it is blazing hot in Spain right now, like way more than it ever has been before. But what is happening with that low pressure system is that it is it is taking the desert heat of northern Africa. Right. And it is just because it is sitting there and just spinning. What is it doing? It is taking that desert heat and throwing it into Western and uh, Northern Europe. It's as simple as that. And, it, and it, it'll go away in a week. But uh, climate change, climate change. Cl <laughs> hey, hey, Beavis, uh, climate change. Must be that are, white are privilege in uh, the homogenous zone of Europe. Oh, wait. Are, are you sure that this has nothing to do yes, with uh, uh -huh. mm -hmm. uh, coal or oil or the oil used in electric cars and the climate change coming well, from all these vehicles? Well, uh, you see, uh, um, France, <clears throat> and we're about to talk to uh, to this subject in a little bit. But France okay. uses um, natural gas from Russia, oil okay. from Iran and the rest of the Middle East, and this thing called nuclear power. Oh, wait, 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 wait. This is Putin's fault, right? Putin's climate change? Putin's climate change. Okay. Vladimir's uh, climate change? Yeah, yeah, mm -hmm, yeah. Would you say it's Vladimir's very hot summer? It's it's almost like Vladimir goes to camp. <laughs> Where he rides horses shirtless all day? <laughs> <laughs> but but I I, I want to be abundantly clear here because this is why Joe Biden was speaking yesterday, right? Because holy crap, it is hot. And that that's weather. We're, what you talking about, Dementia Joe? Now you might ask, well, uh, what did they, uh, what did they do when it came to climate change yesterday, Pat? You might be asking that, right? They, they, uh, well, they, 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 they put it in an executive order, or but, ten, uh, or yeah, or, yeah, or ten. And they uh, didn't declare a national emergency on climate change. You are correct. They announced new executive actions he's going to take to combat climate change. Speaking in Somerset, Massachusetts, um, 
Joseph Marionette Biden uh, told us all the the same lies and stay, same bullcrap stories that he has talked about forever, right? The the story of the the soot in ashes and and everybody getting cancer and all that stuff, right? Which, by the way, he he can't even get that story right because uh, he told us yesterday that uh, he currently had cancer, and the White House immediately had to backtrack that one because um, he was literally trying to compare. Um, climate change and cancer today to him having cancer in the past, but but he didn't tell you that it was in the past for him, right? The way he said it, it was like he has it right now. And also, it was skin cancer, like the the non malignant type of skin cancer. It literally just go yeah. go there, cryogenically freeze it off, and you're done. I mean, this is a guy that had no idea what the hell he was saying at that point. Yeah. Again, memo to the White House. Keep it under five minutes. Because then you can open it up for about four and a half minutes of questions before he goes absolutely off the rails. You have to keep it under 10 minute increments with him because otherwise you are playing with the devil's fire when it comes to that. But... He wanted us to know yesterday, Pat, that the Federal Emergency Management Association, FEMA, or Agency Association, uh, so FEMA was going to provide $2.3 billion in funding for, wait for this, for a program to alleviate the effects of extreme heat. Now, how might they do this, Pat? <clears throat> a program to give low-income people who don't have air conditioning wall unit AC. Um, now, these well, are also the same people, Pat, who are busy telling us uh, on the same day, you better own an electric vehicle or you're a bastard. Right? You're a climate-changing you are a uh, environmental hating bastard. That's what Pete Buttigieg, 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 whatever you want to. I was going to say, isn't that what the the rear admiral said yesterday? Correct. The rear admiral definitely said that yesterday. Yeah. Um, letting us know that if you don't do that, you're you're an a hole, basically, right? Hmm. How dare you not want to spend $68,000 on a Tesla for right now? Maybe you can get a you can get a used one. Oh, a used one that goes uh, about 150 miles less on a battery charge. Oh, that one. And by the way, um I think if we were to switch to all EVs, we would have to stop looking at uh, these things as uh things you're going to be able to sell in the future. Because yeah, that's true. Because who wants an EV that goes two hundred miles when the current ones go three fifty to four hundred? Right? Like who, right. And oh, by the way, it's used, so it probably goes less than two hundred miles on a charge. And and then would you even be able to trade those cars in? Yeah. Well, maybe you could trade the batteries in. Because you might be able to reuse some of that. Like, I, it would be fascinating to see where technology takes this, right, in the future. But as of right, right. now, 
I cannot imagine that there's anything that's worthwhile. It's like a boat, okay? You know you're never going to get your money back, ever. The second, and and I talked to, and I've talked about this, right, in the past where, I mean, I know people who own car dealerships who literally tell you the second you drive that sucker off the lot, you just lost $600. You just threw $600 out of the window. So insane. Back to this whole climate change ordeal from yesterday. Hmm. By the I, way, I, I do it, it's not just uh, AC window AC units because that oh. was my point, right? Right. And by the way, uh, Pete Buttigieg gets in trouble yesterday because he doesn't even know how much energy it takes to charge from twenty percent to full a EV battery at home. It takes more energy, more wattage, more power more electricity from your home than running your AC for a day. Damn. But um, the White House said the funding from FEMA or to FEMA will help communities increase resiliency uh, or resilience to heat waves, drought, wildfires, flood, hurricanes, and other hazards by preparing before disaster strikes. Now, Hear me out on this. Uh, ben Shapiro had a really good point the other day on, on his podcast when he was talking about the insanity of the, the climate change arguments today. When have humans ever been good at preparing for anything? The answer is never. The fourth of never. never. Yeah. And mm-hmm. as a sure, individuals might be good preppers, but you're stockpiling food or stockpiling goods and blankets and all this stuff for the, I get it, right? The the off chance right. that you might need it. It's an investment in yourself, right? Right. There's a difference between that and humanity just trying to prepare for stuff. What we are good at is adaptation. As I am fond of saying, as others are fond of saying, necessity is the mother of invention, right? It Basically, it's another term for adapting. We as humans are really good at adapting. Now, hear me out on this, Pat. Where, where could we possibly adapt when it comes to we might experience a little bit more heat or a, or a little more cold in the winter? Uh, what could we possibly do? Oh, you know what we could do? We Hear me out on this. England. Start retrofitting for <clears throat> air conditioning in the summer. And hear me out on this. What if you don't have to turn it on for more than a week? <gasps> or how about this? Those places that are starting to experience extreme cold. Uh, we invest in advancing technology that will make it easier to heat a home more efficiently. Oh, wait, we're already doing that. And I've talked about this story um, in the past, but a great example of this is um, my fraternity house at Iowa State. It is the oldest house for fraternal living continuously in use at Iowa State, okay? It was built in 1911. It had an original boiler in it, like those old school, you know, huge-ass boilers, right, to heat the water to be able to give us 
heat in the home, right? When uh, we had to replace it before the 100-year mark, when we replaced it, you know what happened, Pat? The new boiler went on the bleeping wall. My point in bringing this up is technology and adaptation has advanced technology to the point where we used to have to have an entire room dedicated to a boiler, right? In our basement. An entire room just to that. To literally being able to put it on the wall and use it for something else. That is human adaptation of technology, of understanding efficiencies, and, and all that sort of stuff. So we're going to invest... $2.3 billion into uh, a FEMA fund that will allow for people to bring in AC that, <clears throat> on the one hand, climate change bad. On the other hand, the, the thing that will be the worst thing in the world, according to them, is running your AC. Now, I will say this. We also, here's where I don't understand this, Pat. Maybe you can help me understand this. Correct me if I'm wrong, but um, California hasn't invested in any new desalinization plants, any new power plants, any new technology. Texas bought into wind and solar and has a ton of problems. And correct me if I'm wrong, but we have not upgraded our technology on a grid-wise, grid-wide um, reality, if you will. We haven't done it. We haven't upgraded it in 50, 60 years. We're still We're running on technology from 60 years ago when it comes to our electric grid in the United States of America, period, point blank. So correct me if I'm wrong. Couldn't we, and couldn't they, via executive order, um, do something there? You would think, and you would think that that would be where the one of the best places to use um, some of the the money, right? Um, um, because we haven't, we have not, in that fifty, sixty years, really done anything to update our infrastructure, right? So, why not? Why wouldn't you do that? That that, that that's what doesn't make sense to me here. They're 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 investing in all these other climate change type things, and. We have the technology to to update our infrastructure to maybe make things more climate friendly, right? To make things more energy efficient. But why haven't we? Well, you see. Um, now, on again, on one hand and on the other, we're going to see this in in this uh, executive actions because uh, the Department of Interior, Pat. As we're talking about the extreme weather, right, of the South and um, fighting the quote-unquote increase in hurricanes, even though that is a total myth. That is a total myth. Have we had a few that have been devastating as of late? Yes. But let's back the history train up. We're not experiencing anything that is much different than at any other point in time in history, really. But as the same time they're telling us, watch out for the hurricanes and all the climate this, climate that, right? <clears throat> the Department of the Interior is going to propose a plan that we build wind farms, wind 
farms in the Gulf of Mexico off the coast of Galveston, Texas, also Lake Charles, Louisiana. The White House is claiming that these projects could power more than 3 million homes if it is completed. Biden is also going to direct the Secretary of the Interior to advance clean energy development off the coasts of Florida, Georgia, South Carolina, and North Carolina so that these southeast states will be able to benefit from good-paying jobs in the burgeoning offshore wind industry. Now, what did we just get done talking about? <clears throat> They're combating hurricanes as an emergency, right? Uh-huh. Correct me if I am wrong, Pat, but um, one of the worst hurricanes in American history hit <clears throat> this island called uh, Galveston, Texas. Uh-huh. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but um, if you have a hurricane that destroys cities, destroys islands, what the what the bleep do you think it is going to do to a bleeping wind farm sitting in the middle of the bleeping Gulf of Mexico or off the Atlantic Ocean? Are these people serious with this kind of stupid bullshit? But 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 Andrew, it, it's it's going to make those wind farms collect all that wind and turn it into efficient energy. You know, because uh, climate change. Yeah. Hmm. I mean, mind you, we have um, we've had this debate before on how efficient wind energy actually even is. And it's, it's the most inefficient. Uh, it is awful. So my, my question is, why in the absolute hell are you investing in that? Mm -hmm. that, that that's what I mean. Take, take the whole hurricane and, and the placement of these these wind farms out of it for just two seconds. Why are you investing in something that is patently inefficient? It's a waste of money. Is for, it absolutely for more reasons than it, one it, too? That's, the, by that's the, the way, other. we we don't even have to guess at this. How do we know it? Because look at Texas. We have a model of this. This is the beauty of the fifty United States, if you will. Right. The beauty is that each state can figure out its uh, its power, if you will. Right. How do they want to do it? Well, in Texas, they decided they were going to invest about thirty percent of their power into wind and solar. Right. It is because of the inefficiencies of wind and solar that they are experiencing brownouts and blackouts all over the state. They have one of the worst. This is the ironic part. They are one of the worst energy states in the country. Don't because why? They rely on a lot of power to come from the inefficiency of wind and solar. And oh, by the way, um, all of these people investing in solar farms and solar panels on their homes and have done so over the last decade, they're finding out that, uh oh, oh, bleep, um, 10 years in, I have to replace those units, right? And what is happening? They're junking them in the garbage. And guess what happens when they do that? 
the the earth minerals, right? The 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 really just horrifically toxic metals, right? Run off into our water and our supply of waters. What are we doing? On the one hand, and then on the other. We are not looking at a cost-benefit analysis as a country in any way, shape, or form. We are not even, we can't get our politicians to have a simple, honest, okay, do the costs outweigh the benefits? And we're not even talking about money. Okay, so right now, the cost of charging your EV at home does not outweigh the benefit to the environment, to your wallet. You could run your AC for a week at home and not pay as much as you would in electric costs to charge your home for a day. Okay? I want you to think about that at home. Now, I'm not saying we don't get there, right? I think it is worthwhile investing in producing these uh, abundance of options when it comes to energy, when it comes to vehicles, when it comes to this. But our government isn't looking at options. And here's why, Pat. And here is why. Are you ready for this? Are you ready for this, Pat? Are you ready? I'm not sure that I am, but all right. <clears throat> Nuclear power. The, the one thing that we believe is the most efficient, stable, consistent, and environmentally safe compared to the rest, right? Compared to coal, compared to natural gas, compared to all of the things, everything on the table, this is the most efficient, most consistent, Easiest to control um, energy production method, right? Nuclear power. But here, here's the rub, though, Pat. It's racist, it's sexist, and it's ageist. Yeah, your your hand is up, uh, Mr. Pat Oney. Um, how is nuclear power? Racist, sexist, and what did you say? Misogynistic, ageist, ageist. How how is it? How is it? Those things. Just I, I'm glad you asked because uh, Linda 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 Pence Gunter, um, a <clears throat> self-styled anti-nuclear activist. I mean, there, there's no bias there at all. No, no, definitely doesn't. Not, not at all. Uh-huh, 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 yep. Uh-huh. uh-huh. Writing in Counterpunch, would it, what? <clears throat> just this week, <clears throat> I am sure that certain Democratic senators, such as Cory Booker and Sheldon Whitehouse, who are reasonably progressive on a host of social issues, would not consider themselves racist, sexist, or ageist. Nuclear power is all three of these things. Yet Booker, Whitehouse, and a number of others on the Democratic left support nuclear power with almost fervent evangelism. Again, I still haven't answered your question because I'm about to. Well, how about racism? Well, the fuel for nuclear power plants comes from uranium, which must be mined. 
And the majority of those who have minded in this country, in America, <clears throat> and would again under new bills such as the International Nuclear Energy Act of 2022, well, guess what? The majority who have minded are Native American. And uh, they've had negative health impacts, both created and then left behind by uranium mines when they ceased to operate. Studies conducted among members of the Navajo Nation have shown increases in a number of diseases and lingering internal contamination from uranium mine waste among newborns and children. Chronic ailments including kidney disease and hypertension found in these populations are medically linked with living near and contact with uranium uh, uranium mine waste. Now, at the other end of the nuclear power chain comes the lethal, long-lived, and highly radioactive waste, as well as the so-called low-level radioactive waste streams of deuterus, including from decommissioned nuclear power plants. Again, indigenous peoples and poor communities of color are routinely the target, right? Because uh, Yucca Mountain or Yucca Mountain in Nevada, right? happens to be the Western Shoshone Nation of Indians' land. Yes, Mr. Panoni. How is nuclear power racist again? It's racist because we we mine on Indian land and then dump the waste on Indian land. And therefore, we're racist against the Indians. And now hear me out alternatively, alternatively here, I could maybe if I'm critically thinking through this, maybe I could say, how about we don't store it on Native American land? How about we don't do that? Yeah, I I, I can can uh, understand that. But 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 let me let me. Uranium doesn't give a bleep about your race. Or your creed, or your nationality, or your sex, or anything else. Uranium is a, what, earth metal? What the f- A radioactive earth metal. That exists wherever it exists. So, so uh, that, that's, that was going to be my point. It's like, like again, I, I understand the argument of, okay, maybe we shouldn't be putting it there. But at the same time, where are we going to put it that is going to not affect somebody somewhere? Um, it, how is it racist again? How is well, nuclear see, power see, in of itself racist? See, it's also because when when we've decided not to do the Indian reservation area, whatever uh, storage, um, we're doing it in areas that have large Hispanic populations, Pat, like New Mexico and Texas. Okay, it, it, again, it's not answering the question of how this stuff is racist. Also in this article, and this is just a memo to Linda, okay? If you're going to make a claim, you should be able to link to it, especially online, to prove your claim. Instead, she just throws it out there as if it's true. Now, the only two new U.S. nuclear reactors still under construction sit, wait for it, close to African-American communities like Shell Bluff, Georgia, a population riddled with cancers and other diseases who are bitterly opposed to the addition of more reactors to an already radioactively contaminated region. And nuclear power is now sexist because exposure to the ionizing radiation released at every stage of the nuclear fuel chain harms women more easily than men. Yes. So I have another question here. Um, 
are there no white people living in these areas at all? (laughs) Furthermore, furthermore, um, are there no men living in these areas at all? Wait a minute. What about um, what about uh, trans men and trans women? I mean, are 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 they not living in in these areas at all? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, what, what about like non-binary people? Are, are they not living in these areas at all? Mm-hmm. See, I'm, I'm I'm just using their own logic against them. Like it's it's the, and, and you see, it's ages. Don't care about your feelings, and it's also ageist, Pat, because um, the older you get, the more sensitive you get to radioactive um, isotopes. Okay. Mm. But um, by that oh, logic, but, 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 it's also because um, it's sexist because women who are pregnant are more susceptible to low level radiation. Just, and it's I, also, I, we've got about this, Pat, it is also porous. Because our dump sites and all these other places are likely to be located in low-income areas with poor access to health care and fewer finances to pay for it. Now, one could argue that currently as our system is set up, if you are so poor that that you are on SSI, you're also likely on, wait for this, um, government-assisted health care. Just, just throwing that out there. Probably these things called Medicare and Medicaid. Yeah, probably. Um, amongst probably some other uh, welfare also, types of distance uh, as well. what about your tribal health care? There's that. Because last um, time I checked, you're a sovereign nation. You like to tell me that every time I'm up north in Wisconsin, by the way. You go on the Menominee Indian Reservation once. It's real fun getting pulled over. If you're white there, uh, by the way, do, do you, you, you sound like you have personal experience. No, I have that. friends that have been pulled over and it's brutal. Gotcha. Well, here's, here's my, um, my, my stick with the whole, uh, ageist thing is, um, if, if we're going to make this, this claim that, that nuclear energy is, is ageist. And because you know it causes problems for for those that are older and they're more susceptible to things. You know what? You know what else that that's true. Um, arthritis is ageist. Heart disease is ageist. Um, diabetes uh, <coughs> is ageist. Heart heart disease is definitely not ageist, Pat. Why? Why exactly? It's actually more genetic. So blame well, your parents. So you're so it's 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 against my genetics okay so i don't know what that would be called like like what is it like a, a no, geneticist? You know, in some respects i guess it could be ageist because it's your parents yeah. that have passed it down to you who well, likely had be, their but, parents but, passing it down to you but what i'm saying is you're more susceptible to those things the older you get correct, right so correct, correct. But, but it's it's th- that's the point i'm making here it's it, I, I understand a lot of this stuff is genetic but it's when you're more susceptible yeah, yeah. the older you get so it's ageist yeah, you this bastards. is this is absolutely insane, and I and this goes to this week 
the step that we took on reviving liberty, right? Shine a light. You have to understand mm-hmm. that the left, like when you ask yourself, wait a second, why in the hell, if this is the safest, the most um, environmentally friendly, at least as far as we can physically know today, right? Hey, uh, I'll give you no more coal plants. How about we build one nuclear plant for every 10 coal plants? Wait, what? I, I'm sorry, I didn't hear anything there, Pat. Um, oh, you don't actually care about the environment. It is a political agenda. And, oh, I didn't tell you this about the uh, uh, about uh, the good uh, Linda whatever Gunter, right? I didn't tell you this. She also believes in depopulation. And that is the so, ultimate agenda of these people. It's it is to to browbeat you, to gaslight you into moving further in their direction, right? And then their ultimate goal is what? For us to go backwards as a society. They believe that we should never advance beyond this. This is nope, nope. Nope, we have gone too far as a society. Time to depopulate. Time to make everybody poor again. I I have a question here. They literally she, believe this, Pat. She is she, one of these depopulation experts, quote unquote. She she so okay, so she's she's all for depopulation. So then my question is, wouldn't you want nuclear energy and uranium and all these deposits and all these random places because it creates uh, cancer and other deadly diseases for people and it causes people to die. And by that own, by that also same logic, wouldn't that also make her a racist ageist? And what was the other one? Um, Sexist. What wouldn't it make her those things too? Just, just, just by her own logic. Well, Pat, what you also need to know is that Linda Pence Gunter is the curator and editor of Beyond Nuclear International. The central focus of all of her work is on organizing and collaboration within the international anti-nuclear movement. She also works on the link between nuclear weapons and nuclear power development. So, does she hate Iran? Uh, That's my question, because if so, um, you'd be racist. And possibly ageist and sexist. Yeah, uh uh uh-huh, uh-huh. I I mean, this is only one component of this idea. When you really boil down and, and look at what they're actually going to advocate for, Pat, it is... None of the things that we are doing, it is literally we are going to go backwards. They don't believe in the progress of places like Africa and becoming more wealthy, whatever scale that is, right? If you went from a dollar a day to $2 a day, right? And and this is a really famous um, argument. Um, I cannot remember the individual who made this argument. Um but he was talking to a group of, of people at a college who were skeptical of him. And he made a defense of capitalism or free market economics. Okay. 
And he talked about the the poor people, right? You don't make them wealthy by going from 50 cents a day to $15 a day because they would have no idea how, what to do with that. It is the exact same argument that you see when you um, look at people who win the lottery. 90% of them are broke in five years. Why? Because they don't know what to do with the money. They don't understand because they have never had to build up the mountain, if you will, right? Right. Because what do most people do when they get that kind of money? They might pay off the parents' house. They might buy themselves a vehicle. They might buy themselves a home, right? Let's say you won a million dollars. You actually probably only won about $500,000, first of all. Um, So you bought a $500,000 house. There's all your money. You bought a $200,000 car. You bought this. You paid this off. You did this, right? All of your money is gone. All of it. But I but I have a $500,000 home. No, you don't. You have a $500,000 thing that sits there that might not be worth $500,000. And oh, by the way, you bought that $200,000 car that's worth $180,000 the second you take it off the lot, right? Right. So building from a dollar to two dollars, from two dollars to four dollars, from four dollars to six to eight to twelve, right? When you start moving incrementally up the mountain, these people understand how to how to work with it and how to what to do with it and how to build and create wealth for themselves. What you know, that's what matters. Okay, is how do you understand what is in front of you? But they would rather everybody go to a dollar a day. They would rather we depopulate the world, that we deindustrialize the world, if you will. Go back to agrarian society. Meanwhile, they live in cities, right? Meanwhile, they live in, in all of these places and, and take advantage of all of the accoutrement of urban life. They sit in the ivory tower and tell us we must depopulate the world, right? What You listen to what they ask and tell you to do. It is for you to sacrifice so that they can look like the hero. You get the sacrifice. They get none of it. Why? Because they're wealthy. They don't give a bleep. These people don't give an actual bleep about you or I or anything in between. Now, with that having been said, Pat, it is time for us to play the B or not the B. Are you ready? I'm always ready for this. All right, so today's headline for the B or not the B is White House clarifies that Biden only claimed to have cancer due to his dementia. White House clarifies that Biden only claimed to have cancer due to his dementia. And while you are thinking about that, um, you might have seen me uh, sip from a coffee mug this morning. This this isn't booze. This is uh, American Pride Roasters, uh, specifically at the mic, the, the Keith Malinak uh, macadamia nut version. Are, are you sure there's no booze in it? It's not an Irish coffee. It, it, but it's five o'clock somewhere, and with the way the world's going, <laughs> right? Um, <laughs> no, but go to AmericanPrideRoasters.com, visit uh, Dave and and the fine folks over there. AmericanPrideRoasters.com. You can get all sorts of flavored, unflavored. I personally have become a big fan of their unflavoreds more than their flavored coffees as of late. Um, but I do love the Burr Hamilton. Um, I still love that very much. Uh, the Frederick Douglass is a favorite of mine as well. Um, so go check him out. Uh, AmericanPrideRoasters.com. AmericanPrideRoasters.com. Historically great 
coffee. All right. Do you need the headline one more time, Pat? Yeah, one more time. Okay. White House clarifies that Biden only claimed to have cancer due to his dementia. See, part of me wants to say this is not to be because I saw this yesterday. I saw the speech where he he says that he has cancer. And um, the White House had to come out later and and retr- and basically retract that statement and correct that statement. Mm-hmm. Uh, which which by the way, does he? I I would chalk this up to him having dementia, but is there a possibility that he actually has cancer right now? I guess. And no, he does because he just got a clean bill of health like less than six months ago. Uh, okay, well, a lot can change in six months. Not when it comes to skin cancer, man. They would know it. It could, it could be another another type of cancer for all we know. No. So, but but my point is is it, it that was just it was messed up, and uh, so so I saw this and and part of me wants to say that this is not the B, because it's true. On the other hand, the way that this headline is written, this could be the Babylon B. So which is it? This is probably not the B, but I'm going to go with the Babylon B. Trust your instincts all the time because uh, they just want us $100 of Dominic Izzo's totally legitimate MLM, bowl of MLM. <clears throat> money but see now now i'm kind of pissed off about it because this is true well you see uh after biden seemed to announce he has cancer during his speech today the white house quickly issued a retraction clarifying that biden only said that because of his dementia quote no biden does not have cancer of any kind said gay black press secretary corinne jean pierre quote he was just confused due to his dementia we assure you the president is in perfect health we're even having trouble keeping up with him. The White House doctor confirmed the statement, saying Biden is in perfect shape. Quote, I just examined Biden this morning, and except for the fungal infection in his left armpit and some dementia, there's nothing wrong with him at all, he said. The White House, sa- um, the White House said Biden will give his own statement as soon as they've got a chance to adjust his medications. Sadly, this is probably what goes on every single day. That that mm-hmm. that sounds true. By the way, they they actually had to call Corinne Jean Pierre, uh, black lesbian White House secretary. They they actually had to point that out in here. Well, they pointed out for us all the time. Uh, yeah, but why? I don't care. That's the joke, Pat. I know. I, I I know what the Babylon Bee's doing. Get with the program. It's called critical thinking. Now, um, speaking of critical thinking, now that we get past all of that dementia and all that wonderful goodness, um, we have another story that we have to seriously discuss here because we talked about the COVID panic that everybody must go back into, right? Uh, we got the San Diego School District, the LA Unified School District, this school district, that school district. Suddenly, everybody's got a mask, 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 mask again. Whether you believe that to be good or bad or indifferent is not my point. Um, Alex Berenson, who more often than not, he has gotten some things, 
statistically and data analysis-wise wrong in the past. But there is no mistaking and no mistaking what he reported yesterday. The German government, in a tweet, admits that one in 5,000 COVID shots cause quote-unquote serious side effects. Now, I want to get this out of the way first. I have gone in and taken a look at this, and actually, it is a mistranslation, the COVID shot versus patient. Okay? So, in German, there, there's a little bit of a, a variance in, the, in, the, in that word. What they actually mean is patient. So, people who have um, gone to the hospital and have had the COVID shot, okay? Mm. One in 5,000 of those cause serious side effects. They're at the hospital because of the shot, okay? So it's the amount of patients that they see, okay? Okay. And, and this matters because what are they not seeing? One in 5,000. Now, even if so, even if it's low, even if that, that's not a good thing, even if we were to just be able to take the amount of doses that have been given out, right, in America. That is 110,000, 110,000 seriously injured people in the U.S. alone. Is that bad? Now, if you were to actually extrapolate out the correct um, per-dose thing... It is somewhere in the neighborhood of 550,000 people have likely found a serious side effect of getting the COVID-19 shot. Not to mention, and, and, and so, okay, one in 5,000 chance, right? You've been jabbed four times. <laughs> Your one in 5,000 chance is now down to a one in 100 chance, pal that you haven't already experienced some sort of long-term serious side effect from getting the shot. As Berenson points out, health authorities agree that the shots do not stop infection, right? And have almost no effectiveness against Omicron that lasts beyond maybe a month or so, right? The, that, that is an absolutely absurd risk-benefit profile to a shot, right? Right. Any other therapeutic, because that's what this is. Technically, they we have talked about this from the very beginning. They don't make the claim that this is a vaccine. They have always made the claim that this is a therapeutic. Pfizer, Moderna, everybody. That is the technical term they use for this. Therapeutic. It would have been pulled from the market. It would... If we knew this information, this information should tell us that this shot should never be over-the-counter, readily available. Everybody wants to talk about the flu, the flu. It's just like the flu shot. It's just like the flu. No, it's not. No, it's not. No, not even close. No, 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 no. Unless you have an allergic reaction to something that is in the shot, right? And it's usually something that is... um. Uh, on the non-therapeutic part of the shot, right? The non-viral part of the shot, right? It's something that is just used to make the shot. 
Um, when it comes to the flu, unless that is the case, you no. It is so exceedingly rare for that to happen. As he points out, though, at a bare minimum, the mRNA shots should be given a black box warning and their use being restricted to those over 70 and those with severe comorbidities, right? Any prescription. Because if this was any other drug, any other therapeutic, anything out there, this kind of a risk profile would require prescription from your doctor to obtain. This ain't the flu shot. Stop it. Stop comparing it to the flu. Stop comparing it to the flu shot. Stop it. They are less effective, by the way. If we want to go down that route, if you want to compare them, the mRNA vaccine against COVID-19 is less effective than the 50-50 shot at best for protection from the flu vaccine. That's right, folks. You have about... Okay, at at a almost perfect world in a flu vaccine, you got a 60-40 chance. A 60-40 chance of the flu vaccine working. You have less than a 30% chance. In fact, most people who study this say you have less than a 10% chance of this eventually, after three weeks, helping you at any level. As they continue to study those who didn't take it versus those that have taken it and continue to go down the booster route, what are we doing as a society? We still have our Lord, Savior, President, Dr. Anthony Fauci. We still have Deborah Burks out there telling us, go get your shots, go get your boosters, go do this, go do that. Despite knowing this risk profile, and if they don't know this risk profile exists out there, they are derelict in their duty. Of their job. This should be screamed to the high heavens when we talk about shining a light. This is a perfect example of this. This is, we are, this isn't us saying that, right? This isn't the anti COVID vax crowd saying this. This is the German government telling the world don't do this anymore. If we did this for anything else, even if it was a cancer patient who had the, the rarest of bone cancers, right? We wouldn't tell them to take this. Why? Because the risk profile is way too high. And this is a, the known profile. Imagine what happens to the unreported things. Because we all know that stubborn grandma and grandpa, that stubborn aunt and uncle, right? That stubborn sibling, right? Who refuses to go to the doctor until they're literally almost on their deathbed, right? Right. So that doesn't get reported, right? The person who has a severe bouts of headaches or whatever have you. The person who has bowel issues, the person who has this issue, the person whose gut health has changed. Which, by the way, if you want to change your risk profile in your life, change your gut health. Start there. Don't start with cardiovascular. Don't start with any of that stuff. Start with your gut. Change up your gut gut health. Flush out your system. Change it up. And 
see what happens from there. Start there. Because the more research that's being done, the the more they find that uh, your core isn't just about your um, your muscles. It's about the gut. What is inside your gut? Good bacteria, bad bacteria. Yeah, it's interesting. But anyway, that's not that's not necessarily the total point here. the The, the point of this is that we have a government, we have government actors who know or should know this risk profile and are still advocating for this crap. That is not just a dereliction of duty in my mind. That is Nuremberg. This is a violation of the Nuremberg Code. Let's be real about this. To continue to advocate that everybody get this is a violation of their duties as, number one, to do no harm, and number two, a violation of the Nuremberg Codes. That, that's for real. Pat. I'm not. These people should be brought up on charges at this point if they continue to do this. It, it's interesting that you you bring up Deborah Burks and Fauci. I mean, we, we all know that people and people like them, you know, deserve to have that Nuremberg style tribunal. Um, <clears throat> right, and Fauci but, probably won't get it because no, he probably once, won't. Once uh, once the Republicans inevitably take over as of what December or whenever they actually um, get them into office, he will immediately resign because he doesn't want any part of being held accountable. Do, but do you, here's the thing. Do you even really trust the Republicans to do anything at this point? I do trust them to do that because it is great mm. political theater for 2024, right? right. That's all they're going to well, do. It's not about them doing the principled thing. It's about them doing the politically expedient thing. And the politically expedient thing is I'm going to keep the pressure on the insanity, right? That, now, the double-edged point. sword there becomes what? Well, if Donald Trump is running, you are now saying that Donald Trump is bad. Well, here, here's here's the problem that I that I have with this, and this is why I don't trust the right even on this either. And I'm saying this as someone that leans more right than, than Andrew does. So Donald Trump um, over the weekend had, had up in, I believe he was up in Alaska, was not talking about it, but also talking about, you know, this being one of his greatest accomplishments. And and what pisses me off to no end is that this a lot of this happened because of the Trump administration. De- we don't get Deborah Burks and uh, Anthony Fauci in this case without Mike Pence and Donald Trump. We don't. And Trump, we've said this fundamentally all the time. He's done. He did a lot of great things during his presidency, but his response to COVID and the people that he put in charge of taking care of COVID was one of the biggest fails I have ever seen in all of politics. And yet here we are, folks, talking about putting him back in office in 2024. We're talking about a guy that fundamentally, fundamentally surrendered his presidency to these people. And yet he has not answered for it. He mm-hmm. hasn't issued an apology. He, he's done nothing about it. Why? And frankly, large, much of it is because of his ego, his, his really, really big ego. Now, but the other thing, 
The other thing that we have to take into consideration here, Pat, by the way, as I dig a little bit further into the German of this, mm-hmm. is that uh, we were talking about this being um, not per person, it's per shot. If we do the risk profile per person per shot, right? Mm-hmm. Most people in Germany have had four, if not five doses, okay? Right. That risk calculation goes from one in 5,000 to one in 1,000. <sighs> For every 1,000 people, one person has a serious side effect. And what do we define a serious side effect as? A side effect that will require you to have further medical ongoing treatment, okay? One in 1,000 are experiencing that in Germany alone. Imagine what that is here. If that is the case here in America, we are talking about what? 300 in, well, almost 3.3 million people with serious side effects in a nation of 330 million. Okay, so it's 330,000. So 330,000 people have serious life-altering consequences of this uh, shot. And we have a million, so almost a half. Let, let's say we are about half of the amount of the population that died in America. And that's just in a year and not quite a half. Versus the first year and a half of, of COVID, where I think it was somewhere around f- about 500,000. What the hell are we doing? This is why this data just just points to me of all the reasons, whether you're on the left or you're on the right, of why I will never trust government ever again when it comes to something like this, ever. Um, this has been pushed on us by both sides in different ways. Mm-hmm. Um, this was supposedly uh, under the, the the greatest president, according to the right, that we've ever had, and it's one of his biggest fails. And, and you're, you're you're telling me I should vote for him again in 2024? Yeah, like I said I to you before, he, he needs to president. answer for this. Right, and he even admitted it in an, in a, that campaign, uh, or well, excuse me, the the whatever tour that he's on, right? Because right. he is not technically campaigning. Um, whatever the he's hell campaigning. tour he's on. But up in Alaska this weekend, he even admitted that he's not supposed to talk about this. His his aides have ta- told him not to do it because he's going to get booed on stage. And what happened? He talked about it and he got booed on stage. Why the hell would you remind your quote-unquote base about the, the thing that they hate about you the most? They're not stupid. Don't treat them. Don't, don't pee on their leg and tell them it's raining. It will cost you the election. Yeah, the, the more you do that, you're just playing into Ron DeSantis being able to swing that vote. Dumb, dumb, dumb. But all of that aside, Pat, how insane is this week, Ben? We haven't even been able to cover three stories that we should so far today. Mm-hmm. Uh, we haven't even been able to talk about Hunter Biden likely being charged on gun and prostitution charges. We haven't even been able to talk about a ton of different things here today on the show. So we're going to have a lot for the Friar tomorrow. We're going to have a lot to get into. We're going to play Would You Rather tomorrow. I'm going to have a lot of fun with that with you, Pat. I already have a, a 
banger of a would you rather for you. Okay. Um, but, but until then, Pat, your final thoughts on today's show. Don't get lost. Remember who you are. No means no. And I, I just, I have no words for what we just talked about. No words. Please no be words. smart, be safe, be kind. And as always, Matthew 547. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.